Is this the year that you want to get your business in newspapers and magazines? Perhaps you've seen others around you get loads of really cool press coverage, but just don't know where to begin? If so, PR in your pocket is the podcast for you. I'm Jenna, a journalist and PR, and each week I share practical, actionable tips to start getting your business media coverage today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about what to do when you get press coverage. Now, the reason I wanted to make this podcast episode, and it will only be a short one, I know not everyone is in the position to have got press coverage yet, but loads of you in the Facebook group message me who are listening to the podcast are getting some really great coverage. But not everyone, and when I say not everyone, I even mean people that I work with one-to-one, makes the most of this press coverage. So I wanted to do a short sort of checklist episode that I want you to listen to when you get coverage to think about how you can make this work for you. I want you to think going back a second, and this is something we talked about at my in-person day in Birmingham on Monday, last Monday, which is such an amazing group um, that came together to plan their PR. And um, we we had a chat about actually, you do need to be strategic. So At the very beginning, all press coverage is brilliant. But thinking about the end point, like what do you actually want the result of the press coverage to be? So, for example, if you've got an email freebie that you want to direct people to, then actually thinking ahead when you're featured by a journalist, linking to that, for example. Most journalists will ask you for a credit link. So thinking ahead, you know, where do I want to drive people to? If you know you're brilliant on Instagram or you've got an amazing Facebook group, drive them to there. So this is something I worked with a one-to-one client with. And for the first part, we were doing her website. We were linking to a website. For me, it's great to get website links because it's going to help with domain authority, which is all to do with Google and SEO. But She wanted to see a more direct result of people joining her community. And chances are most people aren't necessarily going to click a website and scroll through. But so we changed it to her Facebook group. And then we started to see people as they were coming into the Facebook group, mentioning the publication and where they found her. So she's not getting that domain authority necessarily from the link, but she's getting more of a direct conversion. Now, every client I speak to has really different priorities to this. Another client that I've just spoken to, we have realized that we are second on the Google rankings. So we just had a chat and said, actually, every piece of press coverage we get now, let's get a link to the site. Even if it's not like a massive spiel about the site, let's get a link to the site because that's going to help our domain authority and rankings. There is an episode, if you scroll way back, about domain authority. But basically, all it means is that we know that sites that have got lots of great links that are organic and natural mentions is going to help boost our domain authority, which the main reason we care about that is because it's going to help us get found on Google. So we know when we type into something on Google, those sites that have been around a while have lots of great links to them and um, create really great content, which is why I used to talk about blogging, um, are often higher in the domain authority and therefore are often higher in the Google rankings. So that's a little bit of a sidestep there. Sorry, hope that all made sense. But actually thinking about what you want to achieve. Like I say, for other people, 
those links aren't important. So I've been trying to get some press coverage for myself recently, uh, just to get the word out about what I do. I'm not brilliant at getting my own press coverage, to be honest. I can't be bothered because I spend all day doing it for other people. But I know I've got to practice what I preach. I don't really have an interest in going after SEO and Google. I did that loads when I had my other blogs. But I know if someone types in PR, I'm not going to come up to the top. I don't have a local element. So, you know, I could try and rank for like PR Warwickshire, but that I don't really have any local businesses that I work for. And I also know, and I hope you're thinking that as you listen, um, a lot of people come to me because they've listened to this podcast or listened to me on Instagram. And I think I come across, um, I make PR more accessible and make you more excited about PR when I'm chatting about it like this, in my opinion. So I've noticed actually the more important thing for me is to drive people to my podcast or my Instagram. Or I've got my free ebook, which is like five steps to getting your first piece of press coverage. That is more beneficial to me because it's going to help people understand more. If I just send them to my website, which is just going to be like, hi, I'm a PR, I do this, this and this, that's not going to interest them. But so I need something that's going to be a really easy, understandable way to learn about me and PR. So therefore, I'm going to send them to my podcast or Instagram. Does that make sense? So it really depends on your business priorities. And this can change as we go along. So I'm sure at one point, maybe I'm going to want more traffic to the site. Um, I'd really love to grow my group more. So I was thinking, should I really just get everything driven towards that Facebook group. So your priorities are going to change. Um, Other people will actually say to me, Jenna, actually my priority with PR is I just want those recognition, especially people who are trying to get into retailers and are trying to get investment. People have come to me and said, actually, I want to be in these business publications. I know that actually... I'm a business to consumer. So I know they're not going to necessarily buy the product, but it's going to grow the prestige. And when I go to the industry, the investors and show that my business has been profiled, um, that's more important. I'm not going to get 10 sales of address from being featured in Business Insider, but it is going to show I've got a viable business to an investor. But then again, I get other people that are like, literally, I just want the product to sell. So that is like, a bit of a whistle stop. I really do speak to everyone and everyone has got a different priority. If you just want to get started, you don't have to think about this now. But if you start to get some coverage, it could be worth actually thinking about, okay, what am I actually trying to do here? That's really important because when you know what you're trying to do, this is how we can make the most of our press coverage. The first thing that you actually need to do is you can't rely on that press coverage to do all of the work for you. Yes, it will get you a new audience. People will find you. People will connect with you. But you've already got a really great existing audience and you need to promote it and share with them too. In my experience, I've had clients being featured in like a really great, I'll give you one example. So one of my clients had a book and we got it mentioned in a really great like business of the business book of the month. And I don't think that got that much reach compared to what we thought. But when she shared it had been uh, received the accolade, straight away in her community, I saw so many comments like, off to buy now. And I was thinking, but they already knew the book was available to buy. But it was that prestige and that um, that re-promotion almost, but in a, oh my God, how exciting is this? I've been featured, which sort of gave them a permission to buy. So really, really think about how you can share it with your audience. 
share it on social, share it in your newsletter, share it on your website. I'm going to talk about how to in a second. We don't want to get in trouble, but share, share, share your coverage. Some brands really make the most of it. Could you set up an exclusive discount code to celebrate? Could you really think about, right, I'm going to go back into my Instagram because I want every new person that finds me to go straight to my freebie. Could you, you know, do a giveaway? While your visibility is higher, think of anything that you can throw to make the most of that new audience, but also that boost of credibility. So in terms of where we can share it, um, I want to just talk very briefly, and I'm not an expert on this, so I don't want you to, to say, you know, Jenna's told me I have to do this. You cannot share screenshots and photographs of publications um, on your website and social media. There is a risk that you will get fined. Now, I'm just going to do a really short explanation of this because it's quite complicated, but it's to do with a body called the NLA. And I have had previous people get in touch and told me they've been fined because on their website, they put a photograph of the magazine and newspaper they were featured in. I know that sounds ridiculous because we want to get this coverage. So what's the point if we can't shout about it? It does depend, like they don't necessarily cover every publication, but I'm not I'm not going to go through all the details. I'm just going to say, in my experience, what you can do is absolutely on your site, say featured in and list all the amazing publications. Absolutely make a graphic in Canva saying featured in and the name of the publication. If you want to use the logo, that usually depends on the publication. So again, you can either email and try and find out, some will charge you, or you could just say featured in, you know, Metro magazine or whatever. Um, so absolutely create some graphics in Canva. Um, absolutely, you can say if you turn to page 50 of issue 21 of Happy for Magazine, I'm sharing my amazing story. So you can do all of that. You just can't actually take the photos and sort of copyright the, the photos, the screenshots and all of those sorts of things. But absolutely, we can shout about it just without breaking those regulations. If you've got any more questions about that, let me know. But as I say, the easiest way is we simply tell people where we've been featured or we create a graphic that says that. We also can't copy chunks of the text into our own graphic. So you can't say, this is what I said in Grazia and copy the whole paragraph. But you could say, I chatted to Grazia about my five top tips for growing a business or something like that. Um, so that is how we can share the content. This is just a little ad break to let you know there is one spot left in my London in-person day. And if you're ready to take action, like we've talked about in this episode, I would love to see you there. We had an amazing day in Birmingham and we're going to do the same again in June in London. Guest journalist, a whole day to figure out your PR, your press release, your pitching, your story ideas. And you get um, my support afterwards if needed in a Facebook group for four weeks. So there's just one spot left. It was sold out, uh, but because of the train strikes, we had to rearrange. Um, so we do have one spot open. If you want to know more, click the link in my show notes. But otherwise, enjoy the rest of the podcast. The next way that you can make the most of your press coverage is in a more evergreen way, and that is setting up a press page. So I think I've talked about this before. I know I've done a live in the Facebook group about it. So if it's not on the podcast, I'll try and link. Uh, well, if you're in my Facebook group, it's, I've put it in the featured. So you can go and jump into the Facebook group after this. But setting up a press page. So don't just actually assume that the prestige is going to come a couple of days after doing the coverage when you shared on social. Get that endorsement on your site. Um, 
so it is evergreen endorsement at the same time. So that could just be as simple as setting up a whole press page. It really, really does work. People are so resistant to doing it. Have a section of your site that people can click on. It shows all your press coverage, has your contact for journalists, and you'll get to the point when journalists are coming to you from that press page, I promise you, because it now happens uh, with the clients that I work with. So get a press page up. As I said, listen to the Facebook uh, training in the Facebook group if you want to set up a press page, but also absolutely mention it as well. So if you've got a product that's just been featured in uh, OK Magazine, then absolutely on the copywriting for that product, you can mention that. Some people will have like, you know, put the logos on. I just mentioned that, didn't I, about the logo issue. So, you know, it depends on that publication. You can have the conversation with them, but definitely have that as in featured in. Some people do it as like a highlight in their Instagram stories as well. They have press and then people can really click through and see. So it's sort of like a an Instagram stories press page where they can just click through on that highlight and see all the press coverage they've got. Now you can even create something like a banner for your Facebook group where you have that press coverage in. So I literally just did this the other day where for my Facebook group, I've, you know, like you have the Facebook group cover. I've put in the corner all the places I've helped people get press coverage in. So you're doing a bit more of that like evergreen shouting about your PR. So absolutely go crazy in those first few days, but then set up the systems like a press page, like mention it on the product descriptions or the service descriptions. When you're writing your bio, absolutely mention it then like, you know, Jenna has been featured in X, Y and Z. Jenna has written for X, Y and Z profile pictures if appropriate uh, depending on the business all these are the ways to get mentions in evergreen and then as soon as people land on your site they're browsing absolutely have it in your about page as well not everyone is going to um, check a press page um, so have it on your about page just anywhere where you're shouting about you where people are finding you have it in your freebie if you've got an email newsletter or you know anything that you can talk about this press coverage because it really does help from a long-standing customer perspective so it's not always just about bringing new customers it's just about like even if they haven't found you from the article but they find you from instagram facebook word of mouth go on your site and then see all of this coverage see all of these ads featured in instantly they know that you are somebody that has that reputation that can be taken seriously and similarly it works the same for products as well I talked about this at my in-person day but when I had my son I had no idea what to buy and I would literally I was probably like a marketer's dream because I would just buy anything that were like won a mother and baby award like one because I didn't know what was best but if that won an award or if you know if my mother and baby featured them or an influencer that I followed featured them I would absolutely just buy the product because it's that prestige. Um, so even if I didn't find them from the press coverage, seeing on their site and their Instagram, they had the press coverage, really in my brain thought, okay, this is going to be the best one for me. So that is another way that we can make the most of our press coverage. I hope I've given you some ideas. As I say, don't expect the press coverage to do all of the work for you. Think about how you can use that press coverage for your advantage. And the last one, completely forgot to say, is don't be afraid to go back. So now, if nothing else, you have proven that you have a newsworthy business. If nothing else, you have a journalist contact that knows you are reliable and you're easy to deal with. So absolutely go back in a few weeks' time with another idea. Even if... This first piece of coverage was a little bit of a small mention. Thank them profusely because 
I find that when I was a journalist, some small businesses um, were sometimes a little bit snobby, like if it wasn't like a, a national publication I featured them in, or if it was only a small mention. Be really thankful for that press coverage. Absolutely drop them a note to say that you're really excited, you really appreciate it. And then absolutely keep in touch with them, you know, follow them on Twitter, Instagram, drop them an email in a few weeks' time, because we're keeping that momentum, which is really important with PR. Hope you found this episode useful. As always, tag me on Instagram at PR. Let me know in the Facebook group. There's some great results everyone's getting in the Facebook group. Makes me so happy. Get your business in the media with Jenna Farmer and then I'll see you next time. listening to PR in your pocket and I really hope this episode was useful. If so, do come and connect with me online. You can jump over to Instagram at Jenna Farmer PR and say hello or you can join my free Facebook group, Get Your Business in the Media with Jenna Farmer. I would love to see you there.